This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Show Teak went all in on something out of the shoot today about the G Men. Mr. Banks said, I disagree. Now, your time to reassert there. Yeah, I'm not reasserting. I just know what it's all about to win in the NFL. You got to find ways to keep momentum going. This Giants team hasn't fully earned the respect of the league. Uh, the fan base obviously believes that they could win, but I'm all in on the Giants not laying down and playing this game to win it. Right? You start a a, a tradition. You start a, 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 um, a an M.O., a way of going about your business each and every week in the NFL, and no game is meaningless despite the fact that it doesn't affect their playoff standing and the growth that we've seen from Daniel Jones, from the offensive line. I mean, hell, Daniel Jones had all day last weekend to, th- uh, uh, to sit back in the pocket and throw the ball. Now, part of that is apathy on the Colts' part, but it doesn't matter. Right, they did. They did whatever they wanted to do offensively and defensively, and they built and played a complete full game, like a dominant NFL game. And I ask you, as Giants fans, when was the last time you saw a complete dominant NFL game from this New York Giants team? You haven't. And so to assume that that's just going to carry over after you have a preseason last week of the year doesn't make sense to me. You 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 continue to build on what you did last week, crush the Colts, go in and play a great game and maybe even beat the Philadelphia Eagles, crush their hopes of winning the division and getting the number one seed overall and, and continue to grow for yourself. Do what's right for your team, as Brian Dayball said, and that is playing this game to win it and playing all these guys. Forget, I mean, football's dangerous, man. Guys are going to get hurt. They're going to get hurt in practice or in a game. Uh, you got to play every game to win it. I believe that Brian Dayball and his Giants team should against the Eagles. All right, good job, Teeks. 12.05 on the fan. We're inside of our Town Fair Tire studio. Our friends at Town Fair remind you that you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. I'm all in on... Something we heard a little earlier from our coach, Robert Sala. Now, uh, listen, all you need to know is that the Jets are they, are, they are absolutely done with Zach Wilson. I don't really think there's any other way to frame this unless there's a complete overhaul within the coaching staff and somehow they swing for the fences and they land Sean Payton. It's not going to be Harbaugh. It looks like Harbaugh and the Panthers, uh, Tapper, they're, uh, they're very uh, anxious, affluent mm-hmm. owner. Looks as if he's going after a big, uh, big trophy, Marlon and Harbaugh. And it looks like he's going to probably reel him in. So it looks like it's Peyton, or it's yeah, at least from my point of view, or it's Robert Sala back for year three. And if that's the case, you could just tell. 
and we played it for you, and it was damning. Uh, it was it was a real, I think, a real illumination of, of how how badly things have gone uh, for for Zach Wilson on every conceivable level. Now they failed him, but eventually the players got to take ownership of the failures as well. Lack of accountability, lack of progress, lack of fundamentals. I mean. I can sit here chapter and verse and recite what I think the Jets have done wrong with Zach Wilson, and there's a lot. But at some point, you can't tell me on the most rudimentary level that they haven't at least taught him and implored on a daily basis, you know, the the importance of basic fundamental footwork. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't been able to do that. So the fact that he's not even going down to Miami for the season finale, he's not starting, that's Mike White. He's not the backup, that's Joe Flacco. Not going to be active. What else do you need to know? I mean, we were all in on Zach Wilson when he was drafted. It looks at this point as if the Jets are all out Mm -hmm. on Zach Wilson as they go into year number three with somebody else. 877-337-6666 is the number. All right, back to the calls. Rich in South Jersey. What's going on, Rich? Hi, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Rich. What's up, dude? Rich. Pete has one game on his side when he's talking about the Giants should play. Yeah. Two. 2007, the last game of the season, when they played the Patriots. Yes. And they lost, but they played a great game, and then they ended up beating them again. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it gave them confidence. But I think Dable even talked about this. Uh, the, the circumstances were different for that Tom Coughlin team because the Patriots were undefeated, and nobody wants to see an undefeated team come in and, and, and set the record against you. And so they played. To, they couldn't have helped themselves either, but they played in order to try to beat the New England Patriots and disrupt their season. Not that that was the beginning of the rivalry, but it kind of set up what was then a rivalry because the Giants were, the at that point, the, one of the only teams to beat them in the Super Bowl, uh, and then the Eagles did it. But I, I think this, it, it's different, and but it is similar. right? I think the Giants grew from that game in ways that are, I don't know, you, you can't really put your finger on it. You're not going to point statistically to it maybe there's some anecdotal emotional things that some of those players gain from that you know playing so competitively against the New England Patriots but to me this Giants team it's not even about that it's about growth right they're not good enough to just say yeah we'll turn the switch on in two weeks from now like they're not that team no right and I know what Carl was saying health is most important but I mean you build yourself to play 17 weeks, 18 weeks really now, 17 games in the NFL, it is it is what it is. It's a dangerous sport. You can't use that as a deciding factor on whether to play in a, in, a, in a game that some people will deem as meaningless, which I don't. No, you know what I want to see? You know, listen, there's always a chance to make money, right? <laughs> What's the line? Well, that's what I'm checking here. Let's see if this thing's going to be. It's got to be Eagles like five and a half or something. Well... It was thirteen. Okay, oh yeah, no, it was absolutely. It was. I think it was up to fifteen at one point. It was crazy. Now here's the thing. I'll, I'll get it I for mean, you. I, I guess. I guess you could, you know, point to their first matchup, the first game, but that was a completely different. Fourteen points. I mean, now here's the thing. I, that seems a little steep. It seems steep because Jalen. We don't know if Jalen. I Hurst think Jalen Hurts is going to play. I told you three weeks ago, and I even well, I asked you, and then we had a conversation about. It. I'm like, dude, some people think he's more more significantly hurt than they're letting on. I understand that, but I, I, I might, I'm just talking about messing around from a betting point of oh, view yeah, for yeah. a moment. Like, you look at this, like they're 14 point dogs. We just heard from Carl Banks, who's part of the broadcast team and is at the facility all the time. That, at least in his opinion, mm-hmm. 
a lot of Giants aren't playing. All right, so that opens up the door for a lot of backups, number one. And and I think, and, and what I threw to Tiki about three weeks ago, I'm like, do you want to really run the risk if you're Philly? Like, let's say they had the number one seed locked up or whatever. This is the conversation we had almost a month ago. And Jalen Hurts is able to play this finale against the Giants, but it doesn't mean as much. Would you maybe run him out there just to physically get him back in the groove? And I don't know that they will, but I'm, if I'm hearing that most of the Giants aren't playing, I might roll the dice on a small little play here that Jalen Hurts mm, will. Yeah, and then if he does, they should win by 14. I they just, should cover. I, I just, I don't, I don't know if it's. I think the Eagles need the bye week, but not at the expense of Jalen Hurts for the postseason. So. I mean, who knows what the extent of this injury actually is? I mean, they're saying it's a sprained shoulder, but a sprained shoulder could be anything. Mm-hmm. So, and he, I would think a sprained shoulder on a non-throwing arm, you, you're back in a couple of weeks because it's it's really pain. It's like you're dealing with, and I know he's a tough kid, so it might be more than what they're actually letting on to be. All right, uh, Anthony's on Staten Island. What's up, Ant? How are you today? Hey guys, I just have a couple of things to say. Um, the thing with Jeff Saturday, and he admitted it yesterday, and it, I said the same thing, but he outed his players. He thought it was a disgrace that nobody even just grabbed Tebedo to say something to him. You know, again, the kid, I don't, he didn't mean anything by it. Of course but not. at least no offensive lineman got in the way to say, you know, stop it. They left him there doing that. But that's another thing. The other story is um, it, Salah has got to go. He is atrocious. You even said yesterday. I said it last year. What does he do besides stand there? Doesn't talk to the defense. Doesn't talk to the offense. Dable, the first game, got into Jones's face, and then they made two bad defensive plays, went right over to Wink Martindale. I knew right there and then that man was a great coach. Yeah. Salah has got to go. And his boyfriend there, LaFleur. What? He's got to go. Jesus, that's his buddy. Yeah, they're boys. They're tight. I mean, boyfriend. I'm not that. Joking. Yeah, I know what you mean. No, I got you. You're, I got joking. You. You're joking. It's all good. Uh, well, I just, you even said it yesterday. What does he do? I know what you said. You, I know. Yeah. The, I know well, that, well, that creates the frustration. That that's where the frustration comes from is because it feels like he's not doing anything. Clearly, he is. Like he is coaching, and but it feels like he's not. Even though that's unfair to him, it is the perception. Of him, and it's unfortunate, but it's the reality at this point. You, when you falter like they faltered, losing six games in a row now, soon to be no six in a row or five in a row, whatever it's, it is, uh, six out of seven. Yeah, so six out of lose seven. down in Miami. It'd be seven out of eight, yeah. five straight. Yes. I think the yeah the Bears yeah. was the last win. Yeah, five straight, which is, I mean, that's just deplorable. I know some of these games they, they were outmatched, but. And two no shows, by the way. That's Jaguars and Seattle. That's really what what bothers you. Yeah, is that there were games that were winnable that meant something that meant a lot that meant everything, and they didn't show up. No, I uh, listen. I'm on the record. I've spoken about this. I can't continue to regurgitate Mm -hmm. these painful, pivotal points in the Jet season. What I will say, though, you know, to our last caller's point, you know, and and if I'm wrong, and then then I'll, I'll own it. I don't know. Well, first, let me preface it with. To be fair, there haven't been many occasions this year where I felt like this needed to happen. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know that I've, even last year, that I've ever seen Robert Sala, like, go over to the the bench where the defenders are sitting after they just got shredded. Again, which hasn't happened much this year. 
uh, although it did happen on the first place from scrimmage against Seattle, 60 yeah. yards at the house, and 96 yards against Jacksonville. That could have been a good time to do it in the rain, where he's just gone over and, like, addressed the entire defense, been the sole voice, you know, looking guys in the eyes, dropping some F-bombs, you know, spit-flying. Like, sometimes that matters. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him do that. And if he has, then my bad. I'm wrong. I don't recollect seeing that. Yeah, because it feels like as a head coach, you sh- like you don't want to get too involved. But you know, Brian Dable's involved in the offensive side, offensive play calling. We talked about it. How um, right before the half, they run it. They ran a QB, a design QB run. Oh, was this with the timeout? And he's, where, yeah. and he's basically saying, when he goes down, we're, we're using our timeout here. Now, Jalen Jones smartly got gets the first down and gets out of bounds, so you don't have to use the town. But you, it just. You could just see that the head coach was involved in what was happening. Like he's he's dialed into to the moment. Um, Mike Tomlin does this yep. with the with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now he's clearly the longtime head coach, never had a losing season. Yada yada yada. He seems like, and we've actually had Terry Branch, Bradshaw called him a cheerleader, right? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. But Mike I Tomlin is heavily involved in this defense. It's why their defense has been starting has started to play much better. I mean, they're up to, I think, 11th or so in, in scoring, and they lead the league in interceptions, right? Mike Tomlin's got his hand in what, what's happening. It's not a surprise that after an atrocious start, what did they start, 2-6? and six? They're 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah, They get a little help, and they win. They're in. That's right. They need, a lot, Brown. They need, they they need a lot of help. They need a lot of help. A lot of guys got to lose, but, I mean, regardless. I would change spots with them this weekend to have a chance. No doubt about it. I really would. And so there, there's something to the head coach that's intangible. Yep. And you know what you know it when you see it. And that's that's the point. Yeah, the, the team takes on the personality. I think the Jets have gotten gotten a little less spirited. I'm not going to say soft, but less spirited as the year's gone on. And that that's that's odd. That's definitely counter to what I thought and who I thought they were. 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. We got you till 2. That is Cartner Roberts coming up after us. Let it rip. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. It's 1221 back on the Fantique and Tierney Show. I, I, I got to tell you, I was a little surprised, Teak. I feel like a lot of people hijacked the Sabian stuff yesterday. Like, I, the, what, what do you mean? In what way? The stuff that I was reading, some of the stuff I was hearing, like, it was clueless. How many people thought, or maybe it was like wishful thinking in the okay. minds of some, that Brian Sabian's arrival meant the end for Cashman. Oh, yeah, like, no, no. That, that is... That is dumb. Yeah, you gotta you gotta really dig in. You gotta really like want Cashman gone. I was gonna to, say to read that. No matter how much you might want Brian Cashman gone, Brian Cashman signed almost a half a decade extension. Mm-hmm. You got a great relationship with Brian Sabian. I love it. I love that Sabian, who is less analytically driven. This actually broke while we were on the air, and my first reaction, off Reddit, I'm like, I love it. Sabian's a 30 year executive with the Giants. You know, a bunch of championships. He drafted Jeets. He drafted Posada. Drafted Pettit. Drafted Moe. Uh, drafted J.T. Snow. Who wasn't quite as good as the other four, yeah. but pretty damn good as a first baseman. He's good. He was. So I'm pumped about that. Um, Teek's having a private conversation. I don't know what he's talking about here. Talking to Hoff. Oh, God. I'm talking to Hoff about yeah, Sabian. My, 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 my life has been Im- implicated. And uh, uh, look at this now. Hoff, look what's on the screen. Look. Look. Oh, I know. Look. 
Now, you hear what he said? It's not a shock or anything. You didn't hear. As soon as he walked in the studio, I want to tell everybody what you said to me. And then tell everybody what my reaction was. I said, oh, soccer's on CBS Sports Network, our former network. Did I even look up at you? You did not even look didn't up even, at him. I didn't even look up at him. Seriously. I may have grunted. <laughs> I may have given I you, did, a, you an did. audible grunt. Oh, I, well, I caveated as soon as I said, oh, I forgot. Uh, Siri is on CBS Sports Network. Now, I was like, not that you care yeah, at you all. Did, you did say that. <laughs> but I know you care. I know we both care about the Yankees and obviously yeah. Sabian. I think it's really good. And by the way, I mean, yeah. If you if you know the history, uh, Sabian's I guess long history now with the San Francisco Giants. It was he was integral in helping develop those championships, and probably when you were out there, it was probably when you were out there. Yeah, it, I was only out there for you know, it was twenty eleven. Yeah, so yeah, it kind of like started taking a, a back bit. back seat, little and, little, and so he's been there since then, which is a decade. Not really doing much. No. And so you it was telling when you when you he got brought over to the Yankees after his contract I believe expired. He bet, he basically said it feels good to be wanted. Yeah. And the relationship is that he mentored in some capacity Brian Cashman mm-hmm. when Cashman was coming up through the system, you know, through the scouting department and everything else and so there's there was a reciprocal like I got you had my back now I got your back. Now he's going to be used however Cashman needs him to be used. Yeah, and I think I think he's going to be included in a lot of stuff here. And I love the fact that he's not married to analytics. And the other thing, too, about Sabian, he's not married to prospects that are in the system. He didn't draft them. Mm-hmm. He didn't develop them. Now, I'm, I'm not saying that he's going to have the hammer and swing it and say, yeah, yeah you know what, get rid of <laughs> D- Dominguez. He stinks. He'll never be. Yeah, give him up for Brian Reynolds. I, he might say that, but I'm, he's not going to have the juice necessarily to make that happen. I'm not implying that, but... What he will have is a different set of eyes, and that's something the Yanks have needed. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty pumped about it. Uh, the other thing about Reynolds, this is worth throwing in here before we get back to the phone. So Brian Reynolds, there's really not many big free – I mean, there's really no big free agents left that would really, you know, move the waters enough to to uh, to change the – I guess the outlook of a certain team um, in terms mm-hmm. of a World Series. Mm-hmm. Like, Car- the, uh, the big stars are gone. Carlos Correa. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Correa. Right. That's yeah. going to get redone with them. Are we going to hear that one year plus an option deal announced today at some I'm point? Nah, what the hell? Uh, but Reynolds is out there for a trade, and uh, I read last night and, and saw something this morning as well that the Pirates and Reynolds are still well over 50. 50, 50. Mm. So, and the, for the Pirates, that's a lot. $50 million is apart. That, isn't that their. <laughs> it's like half the not even it. That's a monster issue. When their payroll is what it is. I mean, like when Judge. Their projected and the Yankees, payroll is $65 million. Yeah. And uh, they're fifty million apart. Well, for totality, I took that, not but for still. AAV, but no, no, still, I, I get it. I, like if Judge and the Yankees various points fifty million apart. All right, we'll find a way to bridge the difference. Uh, Pirates and their and, and and Reynolds aren't bridging a fifty million dollar difference at this stage. So it's going to come down to which teams have the best assets, mm-hmm. and then which teams are willing to part with them. I know the Dodgers have. Uh, a uh, package that was discussed on MLB Network. I'm not going to bore you with the names. You've probably never seen them. It doesn't matter, whatever. But they're highly thought of. Two pitchers and an outfielder. So the Yankees really want Reynolds. The Yankees are going to have to come correct. Yeah, because he's under he's, he's under contract uh-huh. in 2023 for six point six million. Yeah, six point seven. I know that is. A, you know, if you can, and if, he's 28. And he's still 27. They just oh, 20, 20, no, he'll be 28 right? and 23. He'll be 28 and 23. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're I right. mean, think about it. If, now, Bader's not making a ton. Like, if you have an outfield, and this is my my wish for next year, Reynolds, Bader, and Judge, okay? Mm-hmm. And I know that there's still some Glaber Tourist supporters out there, and, he, he, and he's definitely not a stiff. 
but I would trade the labor. I'm on the record. I'm not giving him $100 million in a year or two, so just get rid of him now. That's my opinion. And if you did that and you were able to trade Torres and open up second base for one of the kids, whether it's Volpe, whether it's Perron, whomever, yeah. and now and then um, Reynolds is only making $6 million, Financially, it's pretty palatable for the Yankees. It is, but the Yankees are also about three million short of the Steve Cohen tax. They're at two ninety or so. Yep. So they're going to be right into that tax bracket with with Uncle Stevie, and so that, are they, but that are, includes Josh Donaldson and Hicks. So what if you get somebody to eat twenty five percent of Donaldson's deal? Yeah, I mean that obviously. I mean, that, that, there's yeah. ways to get around. Yeah, there's it. Ways. You got to be smart enough to do it, but you got to really do it. Well, yeah, <laughs> you can't just hunt with three million dollars short. No, no, find a way to do it. It's mm. not good enough still, even with Rodon. All right, take eight seven seven three three seven six 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 six. Jimmy Stony Point, what's up, Jim? Hey, uh, yeah, I was just gonna call about the Rob Sala press conference. Mm-hmm. He he compared Zach Wilson's first year to Pat Mahomes' first year. Now I know Pat Mahomes. <laughs> Wasn't all great his first year, but like oh, Pat Mahomes didn't, didn't play. play his first he only year. played eight yeah. games. Well, yeah, his first year as a starter. I mean, yeah. like, oh yeah, 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 as a starter. Yeah. yeah, he was like less than a fifty percent completion percentage, more interceptions and touchdowns. I don't know. I just feel like a lot of Jets fans now think since Mike White played bad, that Zach Wilson, him playing bad, is kind of on Mike Lafleur now. But I still think that Mike White playing bad still means that Zach Wilson stinks. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Uh, I mean. Mike Wilson, uh, 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 Zach Wilson has many issues that I think aren't going to be fixed in the short term. And it's not even close. They're going to be fixed in the short term. And so it, it almost feels like Robert Sala saying, well, let's not even try this year. Let's just let's punt it down the line. Um, Mike White, as much as some people l- love him, even internally, like the players, they love him because he's Mike F and White. I, he's limited, and I think we 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 now know that. And what Mike White is playing for, maybe what they're trying to figure out is is it worth giving him a free agent contract next year? I mean, I, uh, their their full thinking on their quarterback situation is foreign to me um, because I don't see where there's an easy path for a solution, regardless of what they do in Week 18. Mm, I, I I tend to agree. Um, I think a few of the options would be. That's why I was a proponent of at least dressing Zach and putting him out there. Maybe he played well, then maybe you get a little extra value via a trade. You could trade Zach. Uh, if Mike, and Mike White's going to play. If Mike White, you know, bombs or is fairly pedestrian based on how he played last week, even though he was banged up with the ribs, to be fair. You know, this market that we thought might develop for Mike White, I, I think that's been largely suppressed. So he's not big. I don't think he's making big money in the offseason, no. despite all the teams that are desperate for quarterbacks. So I think there's a chance that he's signed at a, at a relatively nominal rate and he comes back as a quarterback number two. Um, and maybe you find like a, a Baker-Mike White combo. Maybe you find the trade for Carr. I'm not sure if that's really doable financially. There's a lot yeah. of things to – a lot of ways to go. But did I did, – did the last caller say that Mahomes wasn't that good his second year? 50 touchdowns, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. No, he won the MVP, right? First year, he barely played, played a one game. The next year, he scored through 50 touchdowns. Yeah, no, Mahomes was was great right away. It wasn't, it's not even. Not even close. I don't think he, I think think he was questioning why Robert Sala was comparing. Yeah, no, that's a fair, I was thinking the same thing. When we played it for you in real time, I'm like, eh. But I thought that the caller said that 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Mahomes threw more picks than touchdowns his first full year, which is not which even he close. did. He threw one interception and no touchdowns. No, no, I mean his first the full one game. Year, yeah, his first yeah. full year, mm-hmm. he threw fifty touchdowns and twelve interceptions, and he was. I was right. He was the MVP. Yeah, it was phenomenal. That, that first year, touchdowns. and then next year in twenty nineteen, he won the Super Bowl. Yep, Frank is in Austin. What's going on, Frank? How are you? Hi, how are you guys? Happy Hello. New Year! Happy New Year, Frank. Frankie? What's up, dude? Uh, Tiki, I'm just not convinced about the Giants. I'm a Giants fan. Okay. I've been a Giants fan since France Arkansas. But convinced but in what capacity? In what capacity? They cause a lot of penalties on the defensive side of the ball. A lot of holding calls, a lot of roughing the passer. Yeah. The secondary is weak. Carl Banks have, has said, and you have said, they have to play a mistake-free game. And the common denominator since the Jacksonville game that I can remember the Two holdings and a roughing the passer. They almost coughed up the game to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Carl Banks has said 43 yards in penalties against the Lions. Yeah. Uh, even the first play against the Colts, uh, holding. Holding call. Yeah. Secondary misjudged the ball on the Colts' 47-yard line. Colts wind up getting a field goal. Three penalties in the first half of the game. Two holdings and an offensive tripping. <laughs> I don't think they could play a clean game. Well, uh, I mean, so, so, so when I talk about the mistakes, I, I mean, I am looking at the defense, but the, the strength of this team is not the Giants team, is not their their defense. Yes, they have some really good players. Kayvon Thibodeau is, is rising to that occasion. Um, to, to the occasion, I should say. I think Xavier McKinney being back and, and Julian Love, who we have on every week, he's fantastic as well. I think Dexter Lawrence has had an unbelievable year. Going to the Pro Bowl. So they have some yeah. some really good players who make plays in moments, and it allows them to be middle of the road in scoring. Like They give up a lot of yards, but they're middle of the road in scoring. And that tells you they bend, don't break, and that's that's the way they go about it. Uh, but when I say mistakes, I mean offensively. Right? They can't turn the football over and expect a win. They can't give opposing teams short fields or extra possessions and expect a win. They're going to make mistakes defensively because you know they're starting some young players, some practice squad guys at, at certain points. Their linebacking core is not great. 
um, young players starting there. And so it's to me, I'm not even looking at the defense. I'm looking offensively when I say they can't make mistakes. They can't give away offensive possessions because they're not good enough to come back if they do. Now, by the way, I heard, uh, obviously, Tiki mentioned our chat with Julian Love each week. If you guys missed our weekly chat with Carl Banks last hour, go find it on the free Odyssey app. It was good. 877-337-6666 is our number. We got you till 2. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. All right, 1220, uh, 1239, pardon me, 1239 on the Fantique and Tierney Show. So uh, I mentioned the Reynolds and Galeba Torres. I uh, just... Came across a pretty good article on CBSSports.com if you guys want to dive into it baseball-wise. Uh, these are names that you should probably know if you're a big baseball fan that could be dealt anyway. But uh, Liam Hendricks is a name to keep an eye on, you know, obviously. Uh, for the White Sox, good closer. Uh, Pablo Lopez, we saw Cashman flirting with that a year ago with mm-hmm. the Marlins. Uh, Max Kepler doesn't really do a whole lot for me. If that's the Yankee solution in left field, I'm not going to be very happy. <laughs> he was good in 2019, but he's been a little bit down since. He's going to be 30 soon. I don't think that that's, that's the championship answer. But a couple other names. It was good. To, and obviously included in that piece, they expand on Glaber's situation and, uh, and, and Reynolds, of course. So if you want to check it out, it's on CBSSports.com. 877-337-6666. West Babylon Carmine is on the fan. Carmine, what's going on? Hey, guys. Uh, good afternoon. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, man. What's up? You too, bud. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm a, you can hear my voice. I'm just a, just a sickened Jet fan right now. And, yeah, I got all these thoughts in my head. But, guys, I, and I know it probably doesn't make a big deal, but where's Joe Douglas been with all this? Why has he been so quiet? And, like I said, I know it's not going to make a, make a difference, but I want to hear, I need to hear from him. I think he owes Jeff fans an explanation of what's you will. going on. You'll hear in a week. Yeah. Season's over. Yeah. You will. Yeah, because yeah. at this point, yeah. what, what can he do? You know what I mean? What, what, no, I know. I know. Yeah, maybe it makes me feel better mentally, but I <laughs> yeah. guess I just want to know what his mindset was I mean, in the season to now, because you see teams like the Steelers are already named, how are the Steelers better than us? I mean, it just goes to show you that coaching in the NFL matters. Yeah. It's not like baseball where managers are just uh, – you know, they're just um, a figurehead. It really matters in football, and I'm just tired of the Jets making the same mistake that the Mets make by by choosing these up and coming guys or these guys. No one, I know, no one. We've heard of, um, you know, we've heard of Salah before, but the Jets need to go in a route where they get an experienced guy. Look at the Jaguars and and look what Doug Pearson's done. Yeah. Albeit, I know Trevor Lawrence has been performing, but still, it matters, and the Jets need to. Stop making this mistake of, of, of taking these uh, hot up and newcomers and get a guy who's done this before and lead this team to something we haven't seen in a while, which is a playoff. I just want a playoff game. That's all I want. You're not asking <laughs> like, for much. Yeah. For? Well, well, here's the other thing, you know, Carmine. It's because it's interesting when you look at staffs. It's like staffs matter, and you talk. I'm only bringing this up because you brought them up, and but we talked about them earlier. The Pittsburgh Steelers. When you look at the, the Steelers and their young quarterback Kenny Pickett, who was phenomenal in that last drive that they had to make last weekend against Baltimore to to score the the game winning touchdown that the you know to Najee Harris out of the backfield, Kenny Pickett's development has been it feels exponential over the last few weeks because he didn't start out great, but so much of that is because of the staff that Mike Tomlin has built, like Matt Canada who's our offensive coordinator, has been there since, I mean, the middle of the 
Ben Roethlisberger era, I feel like. He's been there for a long time. And I you know, I had to look because I didn't know who their quarterback coach. Quarterback coach is Mike Sullivan, who was here with the New York Giants during Eli's tenure. And, you know, at the beginning, I think he was there at the beginning of, of Daniel Jones. But Mike Sullivan is an accomplished, you know, quarterback mind, right? And, like, it's not – we said this two days ago, and we say it again. We're, we shouldn't be surprised Zach hasn't developed, right? Because there hasn't been those – that that that's that structure there to develop him. Whereas other teams, whether it was Pat Mahomes who got brought up in Robert Sala's press conference, um, whether it's you know Kenny Pickett who you look at now, whether it's uh, Daniel Jones to Hurts. be honest with you, Hurts, Hurts when healthy uh, with with Steichen and 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 obviously Sirianni as the as the head coach, they've been in the right position to develop that, those guys. They just don't have that situation for the quarterback. And if you don't have a quarterback that can can score, it's it's really hard to win. Now, Zach had a winning record, but it, let's face it, it wasn't because of him. Mm-hmm. I mean, a couple of those throws were, you know, Bills. That was one. But are you pointing to anything that he did to win? No, just protecting the football for the most part. Just but protecting no, absolutely the football. not. It was a very, uh, very transient play. Yeah. I mean, if you watch that last drive, very pedestrian play part. Yeah, you watch that that last drive of Kenny Pickett. I mean, he was some of these throws. Yeah, man, he was slinging it, slinging I it. I know, right? I know. And some of them under pressure. Yep. It just he he felt composed. He also played a lot of college football and took a lot of snaps. A lot of snaps at, at Pitt, and you know, and by the way, nobody thought he was going to be this player. Nobody thought he was a first rounder. You couldn't have told me. Because he was in the ACC, obviously. You couldn't have told me Kenny Pickett was going to get drafted in the first round, much less be anything close to a player. You mean going into the, his fe- going final into season? His, going, yeah, to going, a, in. going into his senior year. During the season, he started I, getting I, that for I'd sure. Said, but going in, I'm I would have said, eh, kid's a you know, yep. seventh rounder, maybe. Six, maybe. I didn't think they had the seventh round anymore. I think that's gone. No, six, six, no six, seventh round's gone. Six is, seventh uh, is gone. You sure? No, no, I think it's still here. Whatever it is, he would have been a late round I'm pick. I'm almost sure. He would have been, that. Either way, BT, he would, have been a, he would have been a late round pick. To be a first rounder yeah. and now a contributor on a uh, team that's yeah. about to make the playoffs, maybe even if things fall their way, yeah. you couldn't have told me that. No, it's like the exact opposite. The Steelers feel good about their quarterback future, and the Jets probably start over again, as yes. there are a few other teams. You know, I said to Teak yesterday, I don't know if you guys called this, so yesterday was the 50th anniversary when George Steinbrenner bought the Yankees, yeah. right? And he paid a little less than $200,000, which represented a little less than 20% of the share. And here we are all these years later. His son owns the team, all the championships, the Georgia legacy, et cetera. And, you know, I said, yeah, Tiki, Tiki obviously grew up in Virginia, but one thing that I loved and I looked forward to, and it wasn't just Steinbrenner, though he was obviously the most vocal, <laughs> And, and, you know, sucked up the most oxygen in every single room. When the Yankees didn't do well, when they didn't do well, you could bet your ass that you could pick up a newspaper <laughs> and George was reaming somebody. Somebody was getting crushed. Somebody was getting crushed, right? Now, that that's that's largely gone today. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jerry Jones, you know, uh, mouths off on the morning show out in Dallas, which is, which is great for them, and gives the Cowboys fans a pound of flesh. But for the most part... These guys don't do that. And and the last caller brought up, you know, where's Joe Douglas? That's where I'm going with this. Well, you got to understand, guys, it's counterproductive. If you're a general manager, and I don't mean at the end of the season where, you, where you're required to speak and give a state of the franchise, why would Joe Douglas weigh in now? He's only indicting himself. Yeah. Yeah, he can't. Why would he do that? Yeah, there's nothing. Oh, my God. We bundled another say. one. There's nothing he could say. Nothing he could say about it. Especially if it's open to media who are going to question him. Yes. Now, we had Joe on this show last year like we had Joe Shane on when Joe was hired. And, you know, we got an end of the Jet 
and State of the Giant Address. And we expect to do the same thing this year. We'll ask Joe whatever we have to ask Joe. We'll ask him what needs to be asked, and we'll, we'll get some answers hopefully for you. But, I mean, if I'm Joe Douglas, I'm not volunteering anything now. I'm hiding. No, not until, <laughs> until, not, I, have not until I have to. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. Let's get uh, Bobby out east on Long Island. Bobby is on the fan. What's up, Babu? Yes, hi. Uh, I mean, Carmine should realize that the guy playing for the other coach for the other New York team had no experience either. So I don't think that's it's just a cop out. You got to hire the right guy. Yeah. Um, number two, uh, as crazy as it sounds, I think the Giants get to the Super Bowl as anyone else in the NFC. I mean, look at the top three seeds. None of those quarterbacks that wouldn't even want a playoff game. Yeah. The fifth, fourth seed of Bucks are terrible. Dallas, that Prescott won one playoff game. I mean, to me. You know, I wouldn't be shocked if they get there. I mean, you I mean, know, they, 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 they got to play. Somebody. They got to play great. But well, they make no mistakes. They yeah. make no mistakes, and, and and you know the defense plays well. Like this, play, play, play even better than it's been playing. I think you know these teams are all beatable. I don't get the Forty Nine ers I think the Raiders developed the blueprint on how to beat the Forty Nine. No, they you're have right. Over five hundred yards. You're right. You're right. The challenge. And, the challenge, uh, though, is slowing down the Forty ers Offensively, who are just ridiculous. Now, Skyler, uh, yeah, uh, Brock Thompson, Purdy, right? Yeah, but Brock, Brock Purdy was the last pick. It is the seventh round. Seventh round. It's the seventh round. Yeah, I, I knew the number because I, I was trying. To, I was trying to do the math, like because I knew he was. Seven. I knew it was two sixty two, and I was like, wait, is that? Yeah, but anyways, but there were two seventh round quarterbacks that are starting this week. Skyler Thompson is one as well. He just sat drafted. Yeah, we in saw the him in the seventh game. round, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my point is, the 49ers are the one team that scares me now. The Eagles, especially if Jalen Hurts isn't isn't healthy, mm-hmm. which I'm not so sure he's going to be, um, they don't they don't scare me as much with Gardner Minshew. I like Gardner Minshew, but they don't scare me as much. It's really the 49ers because of how dominant their offense can be, and you know Deb, uh, uh, Debo Samuel's not even playing yet. So the 49ers are the team that you look at and say they got to be the favorite going into the postseason. Would you like to dream and mess around some Super Bowl 57 odds? What are they? Anybody like them here? What are they? All right, well, the Chiefs are leading the way, plus 380, shortest odds. Bills are at 420. Niners the third, shortest at 550. Oh, actually, along with the Eagles. The Eagles and the Niners are tied. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the Bengals and the Cowboys. Then you get to Tampa. What, what's the number? On Tampa's Tampa? at plus 2,500. I wouldn't put a dime on that. No. Tampa? I don't trust them at all. Um, they're not going to even get, because they're not going to get lucky and, and do it. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, Brady's throwing the ball 55 times. A I game. know. And, and Bowles is coaching them. They're not going to win. <laughs> uh, Chargers plus 2,500. Vikings are plus 3,000. Haven't heard the Giants yet. The Packers are plus 3,100. The Ravens are plus 3,000. Now we get to the G-Men, tied with the Jaguars. Weren't even yet a playoff team. Yeah. Disrespect. The Packers have a higher odds, and they're not even in the playoffs. Neither are the Jaguars. They've got to yeah. win this, right? Yeah, but, win I, this, but I, I mean, but at I, least they have to win the game before yeah, they yeah. go. Uh, yeah, they got to win. Yeah, they, if they lose they, to the Titans, they're not in. Now that's true. There's yeah. no path now because... I'm saying. Yeah, no, you're right. So the Jaguars are plus 4,800, and the Giants are plus 4,800. Mm. Yeah. You I mean, honestly, for a hundred bucks? Yeah. I think almost five large. Let's go, G Man. Yeah. Then I might have to do it. Give I, me something to root for instead I am, of rooting against them. What? I, no, I am doing kidding. a future on that. I will definitely do that. Why not? I'll jump in a fan. Plus five thousand. Why the hell not? Plus five thousand. Now, I remember I think it was, you know, maybe right around Labor Day. You know, because Tig and I went to the Super Bowl outside of COVID every year when we were doing the old show. Mm-hmm. And my wife's like, you guys going to the Super Bowl this year? I said, nah. I said, I said only if the Jets are the Giants. I said, we're not going. It's no chance. <laughs> imagine if now we will go yeah. if the Giants go. Can you imagine? That, that, oh, my God. <laughs> 
that would be the most <laughs> unlikely scenario of all time. It, given, you know, if you hey, go back on. to this, what, I wonder what their odds we were, were. The Miracle Mets of 69 must have been insane. Yeah. And, but, I mean, the Giants. I wonder what the what were the odds at the beginning. Is there any way to find that out? Yeah, Hopkins Giants hit odds. Google and he could find them out. Yeah, we'll find out at some point. We'll figure it out. Yeah, he's got his way. I guarantee you it was, is, is at least 10. Yeah, I'm curious what they are, too. At the Jets and the Giants Super Bowl preseason odds. Can you figure that out, guys, or just look that up, please? Kenny on Staten Island. What's up, Ken? How are you, bud? That could be better. The yeah. Jets ruined my Christmas, and they ruined my New Year, uh-huh. as usual. Now, let, Kenny, let me ask you a question, Kenny. Uh, Staten Island, not not to assume or stereotype. Italian, a lot of Italians out there in Staten Island. Are, are you Italian? Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, okay. I'm Italian, and I, 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 I grew up in Staten Island. I moved to Manalapan about 20 years ago out in New Jersey. Okay. My Kenny from Staten Island. I got you. Kenny from Staten Island. So, Kenny's a Staten Island-rooted guy. He's, he's Italian, which means he was having a little fish on Christmas Eve. Are you really telling me? That you allow the Jets to ruin your Christmas Eve and your Christmas Day? Are you really mean that? Because well, that's what you said. You know, you know, because it, 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 they're, they're played on those days. The games are played on those days, basically. So it just it just takes you know it just because you're sitting there watching the other teams now, knowing your team's eliminated, and it just listen. I'm going to Miami this weekend, but I'm not going to the game. I'm not, I'm not going to the <laughs> game. Tickets? I'd rather spend five hours on the beach yeah. than watch that mess. You know, they don't. They have no clue what they're doing now. Yeah. The first 10 games were a smoke screen. Come nice. on, guys. You know that. I know. You know, the, the, only, the only win that we could actually put a feather in our hat is Buffalo when we beat them that first game. You know, besides that, we got lucky uh, a few of the games. That well, I got to tell you, it was, pretty, it was pretty cool winning in Lambeau. Rodgers did play. I know so, they yeah, were a yeah, mess. I was there. Yeah, I know. But they Lambeau, were a mess. They, Green Bay figured it out. They yes. figured it out. Yes. But, you know, listen. I've had season tickets 41 years, and right now I'm on the fence about renewing. Well, I'll blame you. I'll blame you. I'm, I'm aggravated. I'm just how much. And right now we don't have a quarterback. Right nope. now nobody can tell us who our quarterback is in September of 2023. I agree. We don't have one. I agree. And and when you got to go up against Josh Allen now in that division, they're going to be a powerhouse like the Patriots were for years there. We all figured, oh, Brady's gone. We haven't beaten the Patriots since Brady's gone. We haven't sniffed the division since Brady's gone. Isn't that crazy? I know. Where, where do we go from here? Nobody has an answer. And I think Salah, by playing Mike White, is throwing it in Woody's face. I got a strange feeling that Woody's going to clean house next well, week. Well, Kenny, I listen, you said that, no, you said that nobody, nobody's given solutions. I gave you one. I've been telling everybody for two and a half weeks, call Sean Payton. No, no, I understand, but it's going to cost you two number one picks. Uh, it's cost, no, it's not going to cost you two. It's going to cost you one and a lot of money, which Woody has. Yeah, but but you you have to do it. The last time the Jets went out and got a qualified coach was Parcells. Yeah, and they almost won the Super Bowl two years Super later. Bowl. They should have won the Super Bowl that yeah. year. A couple of bad breaks in Denver. I hear you. But they got to do the same thing now. You know, they, they got to go get somebody that knows what they're doing instead of taking stuff and throwing it at the wall and hoping it sticks not working that plan has not worked in 50 years it worked once with parcells yeah yeah no worked. kenny i i and agree I'm, kenny, I'm aggravated. I, I, I listen i get it trust me we're all like thanks for the call there buddy appreciate it man Ken, T, let me throw this at you how much i know you don't own a team so but because you played you, you're gonna have a, a, a probably a different perspective more unique whatever than, than i would or others do you believe in if things have gotten, like, you have to listen to your fans on some level. Mm-hmm. You can't do what they tell you, otherwise you'll be one of them. That's the old adage, right? Yeah. But uh, y- you can't completely be immune to the sentiments and the thoughts that are permeating the fan base. You have to calculate on some level. 
And Woody Johnson's no dummy. So he knows, he knows that people aren't happy right now with the head coach. Whether it's Sala or whomever, are you a believer that if if it's gotten kind of ugly at the end of one year, even if you have a little teeny tiny belief that the guy you employ could still be the answer the next year, yeah. do you maybe get rid of him a year early so you avoid a complete disaster next year? Um it depends on how much trust you have in that in that guy. And I I would pr- I don't think he will because I think loyalty is a big part of his his like DNA. I don't know if they're getting along and it wasn't that loyal to Mangini. I don't think Woody's that loyal. Uh, I don't think he's yeah. I don't think he's loyal. I, I don't I don't know, man. I, I don't just, think he is. His hiring practices have not proven G- to be Dude, loyal? How long did he... He hung on to Gase for definitely a year. Gase had two years. He was, he was, yeah, he was too. Gase was it, two years. That's true. That's not loyal. That's true. But we, we kind of knew it was over after one. Well, no, we knew it was over yeah. the press conference yeah, when sure. he came in. Uh, he was sipping whatever Jamal Russell was It feels like Gase was here forever. Day. It oh, felt God. like he was here forever. Those, I think I think that was the worst. Yeah. It really did. Because you just knew. Yeah. You just knew it was wrong from the beginning. Oh. And he didn't, anything, he didn't do anything to prove... You wrong from that thought. No. And then, but you know he, what? and then he comes out and says, yeah, I failed our quarterback. It's like, come on, dude. He actually went, what did he go, 7-9 twice? Was that what Gase did off? That might be off on that. I know one of them was 7-9. Like, it wasn't deplorably mm-hmm. bad. As much as we're in our minds, mm-hmm. we, we know that it was. Yeah, it, it wasn't 4 you know, and 13 or 4-12 yeah, back then. No, it, it definitely wasn't. Charlie's in uh, Wall, New Jersey. Charlie's on the fan. What's up, Charlie? Hey, guys. What's up? What's, what's up, up, man? man? Nothing, big fan of you guys. Just Thank wanted you, to call and let you know that on September 8th, Giants to win the Super Bowl was plus 13,000. Wow. And, and you did, took we, it? did we partake in a little uh, little wage? I mean, I had to. It's nothing nothing to sneeze at. I put eight bucks to win a thousand bucks. Eight. I figure, I mean, at the time, you know, before the season started, we're September 8th. Yeah. I figured eight bucks up. Uh, I'm not going to miss it. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. It's fine. Now, uh, now, then, you, now you might have a, like, a thousand. I'm not going to root for anything until hopefully we get past the, the wild card round. Then I'm going to get excited. Yeah, I hear you, man. Hey, thanks for the call, wow. Charlie. Appreciate you. So I have the preseason odds. Gates was what? Seven and nine? Good, and then what? Two and or three and 13? Two, two and 14. Two and 14. Year. Yeah. But seven and nine the first year. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah it deteriorated quickly. Yeah. 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 Um, preseason odds. Uh, Texans plus twenty nine thousand. Oh Falcons plus twenty three thousand. Eight bucks get you on the twenty nine thousand dollar bet. Yeah, I know. I just well, think eight bucks got you a thousand on the thirteen. Nah, it's double that. Well, it's somewhat double. Yeah, exactly. yeah, whatever. Mm. The Seahawks who are still in it, mm-hmm. like still sitting at eight and eight and have a shot to make the postseason. Yeah, even though unlikely. I think the Packers are likely to get the last the last slot if they beat Detroit. Uh, Seattle was plus seventeen thousand. At wow. the at the beginning of the season, okay. those are the two worst. Uh, those are the three worst: Houston, Atlanta, Seahawks. Oh, the Falcons. Okay. Yep. And then the Jets were plus thirteen thousand six hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jaguars, who also have a chance, were plus thirteen thousand. The Giants plus eleven thousand. This was preseason. This was before game um, was played. So plus eleven thousand eight hundred. Okay. So. See, if you're going to play a future like that, I mean, again, it's easy to say, sit here now and say, you know, Trevor Lawrence looks like the number one pick. But if you're going to really roll the dice on a crazy future, go to a division that stinks. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you identify the AFC South and you say, all right, I know this team's not good, but 
if they somehow win the division, like say, if Derrick Henry gets hurt, if Ryan Tannehill gets hurt, which he did, yeah. and they're not even that good to begin with, no. you know, maybe you get a little lucky, and obviously you win the division, you host a game, you jump up in the seeds, even if you have a worse record. Like, that's kind of the way to do it. But, I mean, how do you put good, good money during the summer on the Jets or the Giants? You, you don't. No, you but can't. eight bucks to win a grand? All right. 877-337-6666. That's our number. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. We have you until two. That it's Carter Roberts Bogish. Update coming at you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 